0: Begin PodFix Network transmission in 3, 2, 1. Brand new banger. Brand new banger. You're j- jamming with the hottest disc jockey. Disc jockey. Exclusive hot new mix. Let's go. 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 podfix nation i'm christopher devos and this is your mixtape for august of 2021 and you just get me this time uh just me and some rambling thoughts now these thoughts are all of my own they do not represent podfix network any of its affiliates or any of its sponsors i was told i had to say that before i put out the show So, there you go, high-priced lawyers. You don't have to come into the office on Friday. You're welcome. So, first off, let's talk about this uh, crate challenge that's going around TikTok and Facebook and all the socials. And if you're unfamiliar, it's where you take a stack of milk crates, build them up like a pyramid, and then try to walk from one side of the pyramid to the other like some sort of... Ringling and Barnum and Bailey, circus performer. Only thing missing out of this challenge is Hugh Jackman in the background belting out your favorite lyrics from The Greatest Showman. Well, Zac Efron dances on the bar. Don't do this, people. The milk crates are some of the most unstable things ever constructed in the history of man. They look safe, sure. It's a perfect square. It's heavy. It's durable stacks like legos carries 4 gallons of milk from point a to point b but that's where they're actually very evil it's all a facade as someone who's worked in the restaurant industry let me let me tell you what a bad idea this is sometimes you get a break and you go out back of the restaurant to like say eat a sandwich or Take a smoke or whatever activity you need to survive. Working in the hospitality industry, you see two milk crates on the ground, and you think to yourself, "Well, I'll build a chair, and I'm going to sit on that chair, and I'll I'll think about getting a new job while I'm I'm relaxing from this job for a second and a half." So you take one of the milk crates and you flip it over so the opening is on the ground, and you take the second milk crate and you flip it over. So that that opening seals on top of the first milk crate. And you take your hand and you test the seat of it to make sure they have locked in place. You give it a little shake, and then you take your foot, you do a little stomp on top of the milk crate stack, just to double check to make sure they're locked. And then with that same foot, you give the seat a little, 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 little shake. Seems sturdy at first. After it passes the hand test and the foot test, you then take your butt sit down ever so gently on the stacked milk crates you give it a second maybe do a little booty shake cautiously making sure everything is locked into place and then once you're satisfied with that and everything feels nice and tight you relax and that's when the milk crates go slide out from under you making your sandwich or your drink or your cigarette go flying off into the distance as your ass firmly hits the pavement with a loud thud. And there'll always be somebody watching you do this. But someone came up with the bright idea to walk across a high-rise contraption made out of these evil things. You you can just watch the videos of people right when they're about to get to the top, and that's when they face plant themselves on the ground as the milk crates do their sudden movement thing and bring the whole tower come toppling down. Only imagine the hospitals are filling up with half unvaccinated people, and the other half is people who have broken bones from the milk crate challenge. So what are you in here for? COVID? Uh, no, I'm vaccinated. I, I broke every bone in my body from climbing a pyramid of milk crates. Oh, okay, I see. I I knew the vaccines didn't work anyway. No, 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 I I broke all my bones from climbing up an unstable structure of of milk crates. That's what the media wants you to believe. I don't believe in science. It's all a scam. Well, I'm here to tell you, gravity is not a scam. I'm a, I'm a big Funko Pop collector. I probably have well over 400 of the little plastic statues. I know this drives some people nuts as they, they don't understand the appeal, but I'm about to drive the people who do understand the appeal insane because I take them out of the box. That's right. I take them out of the box. And oftentimes, I throw the box away. No one can see this, but I bet you some Funko purists have taken whatever device they're listening to and thrown that device through a window. I almost guarantee it. But you miss a lot of detail by keeping them in the box. It's just not its not fair to the little guys, you know? The greatest thing about my Funko collection is that a couple years ago before we started it, I told my wife I wanted to start collecting them. And she was like, why? They're stupid. And I was like, well, they have a lot of fandoms that they make and that you can't get in other collectible items, which is true. They have a lot of properties that they cover from video games to anime to TV to big name stuff. But she was like, no, and her no is not a controlling no as in I'm going to divorce you for, for collecting these things. It's more like a no, you're, you're on your own if you do this and I'm probably just going to end up making fun of you for doing it. So uh, one day before I decided to go out and purchase one, she brought me home a Funko Pop. It was from Sharknado. The pop is a shark in a tornado. It's really cool. And for those who are unfamiliar with the movie Sharknado, it's a movie about sharks that get sucked up out of the ocean into a tornado and then travel into Los Angeles and try to eat everyone. It's, It's an awesome movie. It stars someone from the original 90210. Uh, It's one of the guys with outside burns. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. And he has a chainsaw, and he fights the sharks. I'm sure this movie is just supposed to be like a one and done deal. It's kind of a a low budget uh, sci-fi channel movie, but they have now made six of them. I love this movie, and my wife knows it, and the Funko Pop is so very cool. And she bought it and gave it to me. And I was like, thank you. But I thought you hated these things. And she was like, I do, but this one was cool. And I was like, yeah, this one is cool. But I thought you hated these things. And she's like, well, I can take it back. And I was like, no, no, no. I, I love my little Sharknado. So I ripped it out of the box and displayed it on the mantle above the TV. Well, a week later, she brought home another one. And it was IG-88. And I was like, do you know who this is? And she was like, yes, I know who this is. This is the dumb robot bounty hunter that you like, who had all of 12 and a half seconds in the second Star Wars movie, never spoke a word, barely moved, and looks like a fire hydrant with arms and legs, yet somehow this is your favorite character out of 11 movies and 5 TV shows. And I said, that is right. That's right. So I ripped IG-88 out of the box place it on the mantle next to the sharknado one and another week goes by and she brings home Hans Gruber and i'm like Hans Gruber they made a Hans Gruber from Die Hard and she's like yes but i'm a little disappointed he's not falling off the building and i'm and i'm like i am too but it's Hans Gruber from one of the greatest christmas movies of all time And she's like, "Uh, save those statements for Facebook when you want to troll people. And I'm like, okay, you're right. And I take Hans Gruber out of the box. And I put him on the mantle next to IG8 and Sharknado. And all is good and right in the world. So another week goes by. And she brings home another Funko. Because I see the box in the bag from Target. But she doesn't give it to me. And I'm like... There's a uh, there's a Funko in your bag there. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, what is it? And she's like, well, it's not for you. And I'm like, it's not for me? What do you mean it's not for me? And she says, it's for her. And I'm like, wait a minute. You don't like these things. You thought they were stupid and dumb looking. What Funko could you have possibly bought for yourself? She said, it's none of my business. It was her Funko. I had my Sharknado. I had my IG-88. And I had my Hans Gruber. And I should be happy with that. And I say, well, I am happy with that. But I'd be happier with that fourth Funko that you have in your bag. And she said, no. So I ask, can I at least know what Funko you have. She hesitated a moment and then she said it's Ron Weasley. And I'm like okay so I am happy with my Sharknado my IG-88 and my Hans Gruber. You can keep your Ron Weasley all to yourself. Which then she suddenly gets offended and she's like what's wrong with Ron Weasley? And I'm like there's nothing wrong with Ron Weasley as long as you're Ron Weasley stays away from my Sharknado, my IG-88, and my Hans Gruber, your Ron Weasley will have to have his own mantle to sit upon. So she pulled her Ron Weasley out of the box and put it on a mantle, which now has almost the entire Harry Potter universe sitting upon it, joining Ron Weasley, all bought by her. Thank you for joining me today on this mixtape for August of 2021. Join me next month for more ramblings and whatnot. You can listen to all the great shows on the Podfix Network at www.podfixnetwork.com. You can join our social media on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And also check out the Podfix Presents channel for more unique show offerings. Until next month, stay fresh, cheesebags. bags.